Hello and welcome to the Reformational Anglican Podcast, where we delve into the riches of Reformational Anglicanism for the good of the Church today. Today we are reading the fifth homily on good works. This homily was written by Thomas Cranmer, and the main teaching of the homily corresponds to Article 13 of the 39 Articles, which I'll read now. Good works done before the grace of Christ and the inspiration of his Spirit are not pleasant to God for as much as they spring not of faith in Jesus Christ. Neither do they make men meet to receive grace, or, as the school authors say, deserve grace of congruity. Yea, rather, for they are not done as God hath willed and commanded them to be done. We doubt not, but that they have the nature of sin. So the article and the homily is really uh, dealing with the good works that we see from non-Christians, And it picks up on the fact that uh, when we see the lives of non-Christians, we can sometimes think, well, you know, they live a better life than me or indeed most Christians. Uh, So what should we think about that? Well, this homily was uh, was written to address that issue and it hones in on the whole question of motive. And it says that the motive of faith is what is all important. The homily contains a few scripture references and lots of quotes from the Church Fathers. A lot of what I'm going to read comes from Augustine, Ambrose and then John Chrysostom. A Sermon of Good Works Annexed Unto Faith by Thomas Cranmer In the last sermon was declared to you what the lively and true faith of a Christian man is, that it causes not a man to be idle but to be occupied in bringing forth good works as occasion serves. Now by God's grace shall be declared the second thing that before was noted of faith, that without it can no good work be done, acceptable and pleasant unto God. For as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, says our Saviour Christ, except it abide in the vine, so cannot you except you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, he brings forth much fruit, and without me you can do nothing. John 15 verses 4 to 5. And St Paul proves that Enoch had faith because he pleased God. For without faith, says he, it is not possible to please God. Hebrews 11 verses 5 to 6. And again to the Romans he says, whatsoever work is done without faith, it is sin. Romans 14, verse 23. Faith gives life to the soul, and they are much dead to God that lack faith, as they are to the world whose bodies lack souls. Without faith, all that is done for us is but dead before God, although the work seems never so great and glorious before man. Even as the picture graven or painted is but a dead representation of the thing itself, and is without life or any manner of moving, so are the works of all unfaithful persons before God. They do appear to be lively works, but indeed they are dead, not availing to everlasting life. They are but shadows and shows of lively and good things, and not good and lively things indeed. For true faith does give life to the works, and out of such faith come good works, that be very good works indeed. And without it, No work is good before God. 
As St. Augustine says, we must set no good works before faith, nor think that before faith a man may do any good work. For such works, although they seem unto men to be praiseworthy, yet indeed they be but vain, and not allowed before God. They are as the course of a horse that runs out of the way, which takes great labour, but to no purpose. Let no man, therefore, says Augustine, reckon upon his good works before his faith, whereas faith was not good works were not. The intent, says he, makes the good works, but faith must guide and order the intent of man. And Christ says in Matthew 6.23, If thine eye be not, thy whole body is full of darkness. The eye doth signify the intent, says St. Augustine, wherewith a man doeth a thing. So he which doeth not his good work with a godly intent, and a true faith that works by love, the whole body beside, that is to say the whole number of his works is dark, and there be, there is but no light in it. For good deeds are not measured by the facts themselves, and so dissevered from vices, but by the ends and the intents for which they are done. If a heathen man clothe the naked, feed the hungry, and do such other like works, yet because he does them not in faith for the honour and love of God, they are but dead, vain and fruitless works to him. Where the faith of Christ is not the foundation, there is no good work. Whatever building we make. There is one work in which is all good works, that is faith which works by charity. If you have it, you have the ground of all good works. For virtues of strength, wisdom, temperance and justice are all referred unto this same faith. Without this faith we have not them, but only the names and shadows of them. As St. Augustine says, all the life of them that lack true faith is sin, and nothing is good without him that is the author of goodness. Where he is not, there is but fine virtue, although it be the best works. And St. Augustine declaring this verse of Psalm 84 verse 3, which says, The turtle has found a nest where she may keep her young birds. St. Augustine says that the Jews, heretics and pagans do good works. They clothe the naked, feed the poor, and do other works of mercy. But because they are not done in the true faith, therefore the birds are lost. And if they remain in faith, then the faith is the nest and safeguards their birds. That is to say, safeguards their good works, that the reward of them is not utterly lost. St. Ambrose concludes in a few words, saying, He that by nature could withstand vice, either by natural will or reason, he does in vain garnish the time of his life, and attains not the very true virtues. For without the worshipping of the true God, that which seems to be virtue is vice. And yet most plainly to this purpose writes John Chrysostom in this way. You shall find many which have not the true faith and are not of the flock of Christ. And yet, as it appears, they flourish in good works of mercy. You shall find them full of pity, compassion and given to justice. And yet for all that, they have not fruit of their works. 
because the chief work lacks. For when the Jews asked of Christ what they should do to work good works, he answered, This is the work of God, to believe in him whom he sent, so that he called faith the work of God. John 6, 29. And as soon as a man has faith, he shall flourish in good works, for faith of itself is full of good works, and nothing is good without faith. And for a similitude, he says, that they which glister and shine in good works without faith in God are like dead men, which have goodly and precious tombs, yet it avails them nothing. Faith may not be naked without works, for then it is not true faith. And when it is adjoined to works, yet it is above the works. For as men that are very men indeed, first have life, and after are nourished, so must our faith in Christ go before and after be nourished with good works. And the life may be without nourishment, but nourishment cannot be without life. A man must needs be nourished by good works, but first he must have faith. He that does good deeds, yet without faith, he has not life. I can show a man that by faith without works lived and came to heaven. But without faith, never a man had life. The thief that was hanged when Christ suffered did believe only. And the most merciful God did justify him. And because no man shall say again that he lacked time to do good works, for else he would have done them. Truth it is, and I will not contend therein. But this I will surely affirm that faith only saved him. If he had lived and not regarded faith and the works thereof, he would have lost his salvation again. But this is the effect that I say, that faith by itself saved him, but works by themselves never justified any man. Here you have heard the mind of St. Chrysostom, whereby you may perceive that neither faith is without works, have an opportunity thereto, nor works can avail to everlasting life without faith.